We are the Why Not Podcast. Hey, okay, cool. So everybody, welcome to the Why Not Podcast. My name is Bye Monster and I'm a repeat guest. Back for the first time. No need for chicken licking. This name is already snoring. My guests for the day are... Yeah. Somebody please help us We've been kidnapped by this motherfucker This nigga came, hijacked, took over the show This nigga done grew some dreads I think he's smoked now, smoked now. <laughs> I think he's cool My capabilities are often outweighed by my Charles Xavier Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow It's a motherfucking Why Not Podcast, nigga To be young, gifted and black is exactly what the fuck we're here for. It's the motherfucking Why Not Podcast with your boy MK Bizai and Good the homie. God, are you there? Yes, I am, motherfuckers. Shit. It's MYN on the mic, man. Um, we got, we got, we got, we got a third member with us. Yeah, um, nigga. Family now. We got, yeah. yeah. Is, yeah. Niggas been traveling. Kulezi, you know. Niggas coming off the stage. Uh, the homie by Luanstia. Sub, homie. Hello. Welcome back to the... Is this, you see, like, is this a welcome back to the country? Is that I mean, appropriate? This is the second one. This is, this, is the second one. Yes. Yeah. This is welcome back guys. to the country. And for the first time on the Why Not Show, the Why Not Podcast, a repeat guest. Welcome back to the show. Oh, yeah, I'm a repeat. Doesn't that make me a co-host now? This is what I'm saying. <laughs> this nigga like been trying to hijack this shit. <laughs> To producer headsets, <laughs> check the laptop. Actually, you know what? I think it's the third one for us. If we do a third one, then you know, it's the yeah, no, oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. Why we, not be normal podcast? You, you, sure. you, you do a third one, do you in the credits? That's yeah. cool. So, cool. nigga, come on, bro. When you left here last time, you were, you know, on a journey to go. You were like, who's that motherfucker from Lord of the Rings? Which one? Frodo, yeah, oh, Frodo. Frodo. Shit. Sure. Yeah, that right, you're going on a fucking quest, and the quest was living chapter two. Sure, sure, sure. Right. This How long true. has it been since then? Well, that was earlier on this year. We chatted after Paris, which was in May. 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 April. Nah, April. Probably yeah, April. Gotta be April, nigga. Yeah, because okay, chapter so. one dropped in March. Yeah. 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 Around April. Around April. So sure, it's sure, been about six to. months. Of living chapter two. Yeah. In my mind, six months is not a long time, but in music terms, a lot can happen <laughs> in six yeah, months. Yeah, this is true. As motherfuckers who would be following the 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 the, the Bailuansta life on the social medias, a lot has happened in these six months. Yeah. Uh, a lot of experiences, a lot of um I don't know, training ground experience. It's like uh, when motherfuckers, you know, you do your degree and then you have to go do in, in, in well, service training, in service training, sure. you know, a sure. lot of like uh, boot camp ish type of, uh, oh, I'm trying to stay pain, don't I? You know what I'm trying to say? So yeah, yeah bro, tell us about that shit, bro. You were in the States yeah, and you were also in Germany. Wait, let, hold on, because I know you're going to carry on okay. for this two minutes. Let I him know. tell us about that shit. I nigga. Okay, so this year, guys, 2019 has been very kind. You know, kinder than most years, you know? Hip-hop, you saved my life. <laughs> I keep saying this shit, nigga. I mean, you know what it is, bro? I've been, like, um, 
I've been sewing for the longest time as yeah. far as like music, the hustle and whatnot. I've been sewing and yeah. at some point in 2018, you know, I started to notice I'm reaping more often than I usually do, mm-hmm. you know, and in the beginning I was like, okay, I'm reaping, but let me carry on with what I'm doing. Yeah. And, you know, and then 2019 came and it was like, my man, my name is the world. And my name is the universe, and I'm going to conspire to help you achieve Lendo Yako. Mm, mm. Yeah, but so... Ah, when the universe conspires in your favor, young man. Bro. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> feels like you're frozen, and you're just like surfing the fucking... Fucking... You turn the fucking air into ice so you can skate it. <laughs> when the universe conspires. Yeah, Shockies, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, man, like there's a lot of doors that open, specifically since I decided I'm going to park client work. You know, because this is on the graphic side. Yeah, this is on the graphic side because you know, that's who I am by trade. I'm a graphic designer and art director and multimedia, well, multimedia designer and art director, mm. according to LinkedIn. Uh, <laughs> nah, nigga, you created that LinkedIn. Like you found it. They're like, oh, okay, okay, okay I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay, so anyway, so that's who I am by trade. But yeah. I think as of June 2019, I decided. Uh, I will be a career musician. Mm. And at that moment, Doris just started to like, you know, open. Okay, wait, 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 wait. You need to set the scene now, right? Yeah. What I'd like to get from the the conversation is like the real life experience of when you were making these decisions. Sure. Right? And what the actual like, uh, uh, whatever it is that created like the, the confidence, which, okay, no, I can see enough you know, doors opening to sure. feel like, okay, the sure, universe sure, sure. is like, you know, you know, uh, sure, make man. a move. Sure, sure. So, man, I mean, I moved to Joburg like in February. Mm. Yeah. I've been making music from Durban since 2014, making as much noise as I can. I had been in and out of Joburg like in that time, like maybe for Back to the City or... Mm. I think then in 2017, I was booked uh, for Kitchener's, a Kitchener's gig with TSA. Yeah. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. um, so I was always in and out of Joburg. I wasn't ready for Joburg, but, you know, I knew eventually I'd need to make that uh, that jump. But then now, I had design, which was giving me stability. I was still freelancing, but it was still, you know, paying the rent at the end of the day. Mm. You know, that's what design was doing. I was a new graduate in 2018 got done, had that year to freelance, and I jumped to Joburg beginning of 2019. I had some clients that I was still servicing from Durban, like some Durban clients I was wrapping stuff up for, mm-hmm. and I hadn't yet established uh, a Joburg base. Mm. I needed a strategy for that, but I kept putting it off. So coming to Joburg, the intention was still... Yeah, man, the, the intention was still design. Designed. because I think the intention was primarily design more yeah. than anything. I was coming here so I could be close enough to reach out to labels, yeah. to, to the people with the budgets, yeah. so I can come in mm-hmm. and service somebody's release, not just yeah. design their cover art. Yeah. We think of a strategy, stuff that I've done for Bailuanster, basically. Yeah. You know, and um, I just needed to quantify what I do for Bailuanster, because mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff I do is spontaneous. You know, mm. I've recently tried to kind of control it, where I create, but then I hold back. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. cool, let's not release this or let's not you know execute right now Mm. so that's what i've been doing lately but in the past i just like generate and that 
is obviously been a trait of mine that's very unique to Bailwaster. That like DIY, um, just like resourcefulness and mm. whatnot. So I hadn't quantified. I didn't know what I was. I mean, I knew what I was doing, but it was nothing that I had like kind of step by step planned. Mm. So I remember I had a meeting with one of my homies. Um, he was looking for what I do for me, for him. Mm. And I was like, okay, this mm-hmm. is what I'm looking for. Yeah. But at the time, I needed to be in Berlin. So now, um, soon as I moved to Joburg, you know, I was still wrapping up that client work. I hadn't yet established the Joburg client base. Um, so then, you know, I was like, I'm in Joburg. I know, you know, Helen does stuff at JNB. Yeah. Uh, Spoken Priestess does stuff. Yeah. You know, and just, I knew where everything or where everybody, like, well, not, I mean, like, but the people who I knew when they got busy, I knew where to go. To yeah. Check them out, you know. And then just being out in the world, it was like people suddenly started to, like, notice, like, hey, aren't you that guy? Bro, you're that Ronstan, man. And they start seeing and then you suddenly, in what are you doing on Saturday? okay you know okay. we've got a show we've got a podcast things started to make sense because i was present because mm. for me joburg is about visibility mm. you know i can i've been making noise from a cockstad i've been making noise from durban just yeah, on the music alone. Yeah, yeah and it was translating like online people were consuming the product but it hadn't yet translated into anything in the in like where we are right now in the real world i up until i was in joburg like i yeah. learned this from russell before i even or russell Klongwan. Shadow before, Smash. Shadow Firearms. Firearms on the mic. Before, before I even made the decision, we were chatting about like, you know, that whole Joburg and going up. And he was saying like he was like, you know, making it work for him from Durban. So it was about positioning for him when he, when he was still doing jet lag. Mm. Um, he had gotten in touch with the British Council, I think, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they were like... Also, they've got a, a, a very big presence in Durban. Sure. They right. had the British Council. So, so yeah. he was trying to like just like get some backing with uh, jet lag to take it out of the country, to take mm. it to different places. So um, he had uh, a conversation with them uh, a while ago and mm. nothing really translated from there. But I was like, yeah, man, sure. Then nothing really translated. And then he was up in Joburg for something else. Nah, now he's having a coffee or whatever. Maybe then somebody from the bridge, hey, Russell, what's crazy? Mm, oh, hey, you know, mm, what's up? Mm. Bro, that thing. Um, did we eventually wrap up the things? You're like, no, no, we have. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Get in touch with me like this evening after this conference thing. Mm. Now it's like jet lag started to, to, to happen, you know. Uh, but what he said to me was about positioning. Mm. He just needed to be there. People needed to see him there. Mm. You know, for it's like, hey, brah. You know, because mm. now you're in their mind. Brah, you're that guy. Don't we kind of need to give you money for something? Yeah, bro, let's do this. Let's do yeah. So, like, literally, my move to Joburg outside of design was about being closer. But then when I saw it with the music, it was like, hey, aren't you that guy? And suddenly, mm-hmm. I was like, hey, this music thing is translating properly in the real world. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Okay, I'll be back. I'll be back. Let me finish this client work. Mm-hmm. But I kept going out to things, checking things out, networking. And it's like, brah, you're that guy. I'm being introduced to people at labels now, people who, mm-hmm. who do mm-hmm. all sorts of mm-hmm. things, you know. Right? And it's easy to also like have those intros because Ubuntu has a, an easy way to find you. Sure. As sure, far sure. as the internet is concerned. Yeah, well. So all the internet started to translate, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. All that stuff started to translate. And I was like, 
maybe if I kind of, you know, worked on the, like, capitalized on this or just went with it, like, you know, like, okay, cool. Yeah. Music is kind of dangling the bait right now. Mm. What if I just, you know, grabbed that bait? So that was in the back of my mind for a while. And then I think June came. I had wrapped up the last bit of client work. And then, you know, we mm. just stopped taking client work. You so know? it was it. So that was the, 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 the intention value was I've got a, a few briefs that I'm working on. I anticipate to be done with these briefs on this particular date. Did you had did you have them the money to say okay off of this I can stay in Joburg for however many months? Yeah, I think I think before I made the decision, I think I probably made the decision probably properly in May. Mm. Right, that's when I decided okay I'm done. That, oh, in fact, that's when I finished that last brief because June came and I had one booking in June. Mm. And that booking was going to sort out the rent. Mm. That was June. Yeah. And then, yeah, that was, okay, cool. I've got rent sorted for this month. Let's, let's do this thing. Let's, let's, let me chat to Ryan. Let's, let's plan now. You know, mm. we've just released chapter one. What else is there? Oh, mm. snap. I applied for one beat. Mm-hmm. They're replying, oh, snap. Berlin want me to come up again, mm. you know, for mm. a, another mm. project. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, and those things started to make like as now. Sure. Give us more specifics on that. Okay. So one beat, uh, and the was it pop culture? Yeah, pop culture in in Berlin. Yeah. So what were those w- was it, where did those connections come from? Sure. Were there any things coming from something you'd done in the past, or was it all like new shit that you like? So, uh, pop culture and Guta Institute was something I'd applied for in 2017. Mm. So mm-hmm. what's the Guta Institute? Do you Guta know Institute. What they do? Um, so it's like a, I would want to call it an exchange program as such because that's what they facilitate. They um, just facilitate it, like they the exchange program. But like they're a body that kind of like facilitates like exchanges between Germans and South Africans or mm. wherever they're based, Kenyans. Mm. Okay. Uh, Indians and mm. everything. Yeah, well, so mm. um, they're a body that kind of gets Germany to collaborate mm. as far as the arts go. And these guys, I know in Joburg, they are. Is it still Rosebank? Oh, I've never seen. Is it still part place. of Rosebank? They on Jan Smats. Um, I've never been to their Joburg. Yeah, they're close to the. Um, yeah, but they're on Jan Smats. Okay. Uh, in the Rosebank area, I. Do believe they've got offices also in Durban? Oh, where? Guthe Institute, I think so. Okay. Yeah, just for reference purposes. So gotcha, you were gotcha. saying okay, so. Cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's who uh, Guthe Institute is, mm. and then Pop Culture is their collaborator. Pop Culture is a festival, an arts music festival, three mm. days. Um, the first from about eleven till five p.m. It's workshops, mm. you know, industry workshops. Um, for the talents, people who have applied to attend those, you know, mm-hmm. in the festival, you just come and attend from about six till, you know, uh, late. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now, um, yeah, so 2017, I had applied and I was like, like to, to go on a residency, a 10 day residency, 10 day residency with 10 other, nine other artists from all over the world. And in the last three days would perform at pop culture. 
So the residencies with whom or so the that residency was with Gute Institute and Pop Culture. Okay, right. So, um, that happened in 2017. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. fast forward two years, they hit me back again. Hey, listen, um, we're trying something out here, and we'd like to bring you back up for another residency, but a month long one, Mm -hmm. where you collaborate with a German-based artist or a German artist. Um, create music for the month and then last three days as per usual pop culture mm. you guys performed the work at pop culture and that was like well this happened in august mm. right so they flew me up no they flew me up towards the end of july right okay and then i came up for a month again to collaborate with robert koch he's mm. a german producer based in elena what kind of music does he make so he makes electronic music but Actually, electronic music and ambient music, you know, his evolution okay. is quite interesting because I think when I eventually settled on him as a collaborator, I heard his stuff and I was like, this guy has some nuances of hip hop mm. in his production, which means mm. it'll be easy for us to kind of like bridge this blend. gap. You know? So who made the decision, like the pairing of, of artists? So they gave me an option to to choose someone who I'd want to work with. And I was mm. like, okay, cool. First place I checked was Colors. You know, mm. just because they have a, a nice catalogue and they had a few German, a couple German artists. So I mm. checked, okay, I made a list. Then I chatted about it with Ryan, chatted about it with like my my friend in Berlin. She's as mm. far as, because she used to work with them. Mm. And mm. then, so w- she knew. With Pop Kaltir? Yeah, so she okay. was facilitating our, mm. that, that okay. program we were that side, yeah, yeah. Like two years ago. So just chatted and like, okay, I want to do it. But then like, she, they explained about this is also what you can do. Yeah, the options are, you know, but then when a canvas is so, you know, vast, you know, it's like, ish, mm. you know, now how do I fill this thing up? And it gets crazy. So we just thought, okay, cool. Let's do a music collaboration. Um, Cause I could have collaborated with a 3D mapper or something. Mm. Just those are the couple of ideas we had. Mm. Um, but we also wanted something we can bring home with us, which would have been a like, 3D mapper. Like for a performance uh-huh. where we, kind of generate some graphics and then we Wait, I thought up. I thought that was the name of an actual artist oh <laughs> I swear to god no, I thought, no. okay, okay that's like a projection thing so it's not like Tupac's hologram type shit along those lines but like you know you create a scene and you project it like if there's a pillar it goes on the pillar but in a certain way mm. so anyway uh, yeah so eventually you know I kind of couldn't find anyone who mm. I was like keen to just go with and then we just asked them hey can you just guys send us some options they sent two options mm. alright I checked out the one homie then I checked out Robert Koch and I was mm. like ah flawless so there are two things yeah one is a back step back step what is the actual application or submission process or criteria for the two years ago because this one, this was an app. This was them saying. So this time was the second time around was an invite. Yeah, they were like. They said you, you we've seen ten. what you've done before. Sure, and we've like from the ten yeah. when you were with us. Okay. We liked you the most. And what was yes. two years ago? Then twenty seventeen. What was the the application process? So the application process was okay. So I was sent a link by this homie next to me. OG Bobby Johnson. Shout outs. <laughs> Shout outs. Uh, I sent it on Twitter DMs and I was like okay let me check it out Mm. Um, I checked it out I didn't really think too much of it but when I applied I I, you know I I gave a fuck Mm. you know they test your English just to see because they say 
you, there's not going to be any translations there. Mm. So you just need to at least know English. Um, good enough to <laughs> and whatnot. And, you know, I attached my links. I put everything there, you know. All the shit I've been building online, this presence, everything was there from press things mm. and whatnot. So the application was just like, okay, this is who I am. This is what I do. You give a couple reasons as to why, not so much why you should be there. I can't remember, mm. but there's something that required you to just say some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so sent that through. I think about two weeks later, I, like, hey man, congrats, mm. congrats, you know. Shout outs. So yeah, so then like two years later, then they wanted me to come back again. And that's exactly what I did. And, but before that, I was booked in Paris. And we chatted mm. about it. The that's the Paris that's, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. We chatted about Paris. Do you, this is a question. Do you remember any of the artists you were with the first time around? The first time, yeah, bro. Like, we still are connected as far as Facebook goes. We see, mm. see what each person doing. Yeah. Like when I applied for One Beat, which we'll get to now, one of my friends from that group, yeah. they said, yeah, dude, I made it through, but, you know, got pregnant. Mm. or rather like I was still very fresh and you know the baby's still pretty young I can't go for a month yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah well so we're still there looking at each other's stuff but you know it was 10 days it wasn't too long mm. in comparison yeah, to this true. one beat guys like the one beat one like no it seems heart, like bro, we yeah. love it we loved each other mm. like everybody's from all so over so wait the place. which one were you with um Posebina on? so yeah that was, was the, that was this year like when i went to berlin this year so she was on that program that i was on two years ago okay so she was one of the 10 people that they brought back from no not the, brought back she just applied so they oh, do that okay. program every year okay, okay. the 10 days 10 artists mm. so mm. she applied mm-hmm. and she came through to this mm. one and I was like on the almost like the graduated version. I was like, mm. okay, come back, but now you're doing something intimate and you're here for a month. Mm. Yeah, well, let's go through because I, I I'm very curious about that experience. Sure. We had some conversations when while you were there. Some of the conversations related to, uh, if I'm quoting you correctly, uh, f- doubting yourself in the sense of you being. An MC and everybody else there being oh, uh, playing a, an instrument. This is one beat. Or was that one? This beat? is one beat. So this okay. one in the state in in Berlin was a one on one. Me and Robert Koch, Red Bull okay. Studios, two days okay. writing, rehearsing. Okay. okay. Yeah, but so that one was just like you know it was just scary because I'd never left my comfort zone first and foremost to go and collaborate with someone. I wasn't sure what his expectations are. I didn't want mm. everybody to think I wasted their time. You know. At pressure that each these people paid for me, and if I can't produce, yeah, because you know, I'm so used to making music at your own pace, my, yeah, yeah, know, and that's to your own liking. That's yeah, the only bro. standard you have to apply to it. Your own, <laughs> yeah. Well, so soon as I went to that one, it was like, okay, this is gonna be hard, but let's yeah. fucking do it. So yeah, that was brother. I was there for a month. Came back with a couple of joints. We yeah, one that we're sitting on right now that we really like. How much music was made? Like, cause you ah. guys were in studio for more for a lot of the time well we yeah. were in studio for two days and i don't know man i don't know like that isn't my usual process so mm. i guess somebody a lot more experienced could have churned out a whole fucking ep mm. you know now still like getting used to being in one room and homie over there being in the other room and talking to me through the earphones mm. and whatnot now i feel like fuck this is the the environment i 
Like I, 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 I've avoided by buying my own equipment. Mm -hmm. You know, I know I'm gonna spend two hours working on this. Yeah. Pa, yeah. it's not even about the money, but it's about mm -hmm. how many times can I decide? Ish, I want to say this, like this, or something. Mm -hmm. You know, something so mm -hmm. small. I can do that in my own capacity because my process is very much trial and error. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm creating, I'm sitting there with the mic next to me, and I'm like, okay, cool, let's try it like this. Then you know, I'm producing or composing. You know, trial and error. So now when I take that to a space where I'm collaborating with someone, I can't bring that energy. Because mm. now I imagine that he's expecting someone who's, who's, you know, polished a bit. Hence mm. now Guta Institute and Pop Culture have paid to bring this guy here and paid me to bring, to work with this guy. I'm working with somebody, Wenyani, opposed to just somebody who's just opposed. So what was the actual experience like? What was he like as an artist? Hey man, that guy is a, like... Sure. Th those anxieties that you had as an artist, were, did you feel like you guys were in the same boat as far sure. as like how you both felt about the expectations on you? Sure. So delivery, the environment, is it uh, something that he was more comfortable with and familiar with? Sure. Yeah. So, before, sorry to cut you off. Before yeah. that, how much of him and his music or his arts did you know and consume before working with him? So or understand at least. Sure. So I mean, so Robert Koch is is quite seasoned. You know, mm -hmm. he's yeah. been in the game. You know, mm -hmm. he's been in the game. He's been part of jazz trios. Well, not jazz trios, but like a band. Mm -hmm. I forgot what they were, they're called. <clears throat> But um, he's coming from there, dude, and then you're doing his electronic music, playing live sets, collaborating. Like the chapter of his life right now, he's doing dome performances, mm. like audio visual stuff, you know, yeah. award winning shit. He's winning yeah. awards for that, you know. So that's where he is. So he's been in the game. So as far as like how we both felt about it, he wasn't as nervous as I was, mm. you know, because this is his, you know, he knows. He got to LA and then he started collaborating, you know. Mm. and whatnot so you know he i mean what kind of like really put me at ease we facetimed mm. or skyped like before huh? after we were introduced right we said he oh, came okay. to skype at this time we're in the same time zone germany and south africa let's find this time and do it and we chatted bro i was like oh, man this is a human <laughs> being this is a chilled man this is a chat like a dope friendly guy yeah who, you know, friendly, smiling, everything, chilled guy, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that kind of put me at ease a little bit on yeah. some, okay, you know what? This guy is not going to, you know, it's not going to be so much pressure, <clears throat> you know? So like, the pressure for me was more with him mm. and mm. eventually mm. Guta mm. and Pop Culture, but mm. with him knowing that if he's like, Pop Culture, why are you bring me this guy, yeah. you know? So yeah, um, yeah, nigga. Plus, you're representing the flag, nigga. You better have yeah, that yeah, pressure, listen. Nigga. So, hey. to your question, um, mm -hmm. so after I think after I had chosen him, made like oh, so after I, I checked out the stuff when they sent me his name, you know, I gravitated to the first one that I found because mm. I was afraid. I listened to one thing. I was like, ah, let's go. Then after mm. that, I listened to more. And I was like, oh shit, this guy's evolved since then. Mm. He's more like electronic now. Because the stuff, the thing that I heard was very much something I could jump on easily. Mm. So I was like, okay. And I checked the date on YouTube. It was 2007. Like, fuck my yeah, this needs has grown from what he was. He may have yeah. switched the whole thing up. Fucking Kanye West from 20, 2007 to now. Completely yeah, different well. sound. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I was still like, you know, I was worried that he might not want, be too happy to work backwards. 
mm. you know, to go back. But then, bro, he was so down, man. Mm. He was like, bro, let's fucking do this, man. Mm. Chill guy, we met for dinner the day before we were going to be in studio, just so we can, you know, touch base, pound fists, and just, you know, get to know each other and also just get to know the brief, mm. you know. So next day we're in studio. You know? So what does a brief? Brief is... How long was the set? Sure. And tell us about the the process of making the music that made it onto the set, to the extent that it was new or remixed okay. existing music. Okay, so I think the brief from Pop Culture was I come up and we make music together. Like we, with the onus on creating a performance afterwards. Mm. So, um yeah, so we were going to definitely gonna make some new stuff. In my mind, I tried to prepare as much as I could. Mm. He had sent me beats already, just so I could like, try to see what I can cook up on or can we come with some pre-existing ideas because he was going to be busy in August as well. Mm. So he wanted to get me, like as soon as we get together and we have studio, we just knock things out. Mm -hmm. But yo, couldn't come out with anything, Jens. How much music did you had, had you sent you? He sent me like, a couple beats, probably yeah. like 12. Just oh, as shit. options, some pre-existing ideas yeah. that he had and released, because his a lot of his music is instrumental music. Yeah, so, and then there's some new stuff that was unused. So it is like, okay, cool, let's check this out. We can use the 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 released stuff and maybe package it with something that I've already written, mm. and mm. we can have like an existing stuff. verse or some mm -hmm. shit. You know yeah. what I mean? So just to make up the performance, because mm. we weren't sure. I mean, I guess we didn't gauge each other's like like processes but like you know if we could make an EP we were gonna make it but if we can't you know then we just didn't have much time a month mm. and also we didn't have so much time in the studios either mm. two days yeah well so um, I couldn't come up with fuck all bro when he had sent me the so you were there for a month and in studio for two days yeah and studio the rest of the time days. you're supposed to go out catching a vibe with other motherfuckers that's I mean there. not really because you know it was just the two of us opposed to two years ago where you know ten of us were doing yeah. different things we've been split up but so you, you was just chilling with this nigga for a month was it like a or, program outside of like the stuff that so you guys was, were working on, on get your together own? make music create the set perform it Okay, so you yeah, had a well, month to get that shit together. Yeah, well, you so guys decided when you met, how long you met, when you went to studio, how sure. long. So, so like we had yeah. planned and we planned to knock out as much as we can based on the limitations we had. Mm. Yeah, well, so if we had studio for two days, first day, we're finding beats, mm. recording some rough ideas. Next day, we're recording the things. Mm. And then, you know, I took a lot of the stuff home with me because like I said, that isn't my usual comfort zone. So, mm -hmm. you know, I was very much, um, you know, not at my strongest. Mm -hmm. But when I took that shit home to where they accommodated me, I had this mic here. I had... I, fuck. Barely had any clothes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I had my mic. Oh, yeah. shit, guys. I can't believe they didn't take my mic. When I was mugged at Park Station, they I had my clothing bags, two of them, laptop bag, laptop, guitar. Took everything but the guitar. And I usually travel down with my studio equipment. Like this last trip down to Durban, I had my equipment. Um, and I'm just imagining, fuck. That would have really been some bullshit. 
Imagine after <laughs> everything that's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Start from scratch, nigga. Yeah, no. So you take you take ideas home because yeah, you're so trying I to get back to the the brief and like and then what did the set look like or sound like? Cool. So when I took the ideas home, it was more like I wanted to em- like put more focus on the unused yeah. beats because that could possibly be released. Yeah. So that's the stuff that I had written brand new material for. Mm, and mm. Then when I took it home, the whole night, Jens, I was working, 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 working on it, recording, like just sitting there, trial and error, trying different voices, trying different deliveries, trying different, like, you know, verses and whatnot. Then um, I recorded some stuff, you know, mm. I parked, I think I recorded four ideas that night, uh, refined them, ideas that we had developed in studio. Mm. Find those, sent them to him the next day, and you know he hadn't he didn't reply the whole day. And I was like, "Fuck, he doesn't like this shit." Fuck. <laughs> mail <going> comes in. <laughs> mail comes in. I had a show that day as well in Berlin. I came across. I was going. I don't know. Buy a phone, mm. an iPhone, because I was just coming back from having my shit stolen. So I was like, "Okay, well they're giving me some cash. Yep. Let me go grab a phone from someone." Now this person I met up with, I was meant to meet up with, didn't show up. Mm. So it was just like some dumb kid who was probably trying to pull a, fl- a fast one. So I get where I was waiting. I was with another South African vocalist. Mm. She moved to Berlin. Actually, she was on the program last year. Yeah. That I was on in 2017. What's her name? Adele Neto. Okay. Yeah, well, she's got she a, a beautiful a, voice. She's beautiful a vocalist, songwriting. yeah. What is it? She's a vocalist. She's a vocal. I mean, she's singer songwriter. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it like that. Does she? Kind of does she stay in Berlin she makes, now? She lives in Berlin now. After okay. the program, she liked it. Mm, you know, okay. so she stuck around. Well, she went home, then she came back. But she's like folk. Mm. You know, folk. Very yo, such beautiful music. Such beautiful, like just like writing. Beautiful. Music. When you say folk, like South African folk music. No. Like well, I mean yeah, but I mean not. Is it like in Vernac? No. Is it about? It's 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 folk acoustic guitar. Okay. Um, okay. Like yeah. like okay like pop country. Yeah. Yeah. Sort okay. Of. No, okay. Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. It's an an old time road type shit. Not even. Like, yeah. No. Just like. Yeah. 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 But I know. see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that was her. Uh-huh. And like I met up with her because this guy's seller was in her neighborhood. So I was like, hey, listen, I'm I've got this guy who's selling his iPhone. Can I? Can you come with me just to be my muscle? But she's petite. But you know, it's two people. Hey, man. One, you know. And plus, she speaks. Yeah, yeah. Well. Mm. So, um, I get. I met up there. This homie didn't show up. Now, where I was waiting is another space called Bakesh, right? It's like a cafe, a workspace. People come in, they buy food. Oh, you 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 take a thing that calculates how long you've been there then you pay according to that mm-hmm. right and then what? you can buy food you can take food for free like within that thing you mm-hmm. know okay. so I was waiting there now I'm waiting with some of her friends now uh, she's got rehearsals in a bit but her friends are there doing some you know business or work stuff and we're all chatting 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 now we're waiting for this guy we're all planning now they're even replying for me because this guy suddenly starts replying in German because he has a one-wording me and I was like, nah, man, why not? So it's, Do you, you know, know what the fuck he was saying? What was he saying? He was just like, like, yeah, okay. One word. Then oh, like, okay. eventually he got so stuck by English. Oh, so then I was like, hey, you guys reply. And he's like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all in this, you know. <laughs> and then now, while that's happening, we're waiting and we just started chatting, you know. 
and then only to the end of it they're like oh like they also dude what are you do what are you doing I was like, oh no i'm here for the festival oh you make music I'm like yeah oh wait okay cool man um then she they had the homie she, uh she's with so it's a guy and a girl she he's like bro why don't you ask him to perform uh next this saturday and i was like oh shit i you know and she's like yeah yeah dude i mean yeah cool like let me get your details, your email, I'll send you a post. Yeah, she hasn't heard any of my shit, right, at this point. Uh-huh. Right, so now day goes and eventually I'm like, hey, listen, grab this sticker. I still had the stickers. Grab the sticker, um, you know, check out the music before you confirm everything. Yeah. You know, see if you like it and stuff. Okay, cool. Um, yes, I just can't. Actually, let me, let me, let me find the stuff quickly. Then she went to YouTube. So oh, she typed okay. in Bailo and stuff. Okay, okay. Then the colors, the performance showed up. Yeah. <coughs> what? Like, wow, you're using colors. What? Okay. Bro, yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. sitting here and you're quiet. <laughs> you know what? I was like, uh, you hey, know. Man. <laughs> <laughs> just, just throw out your humble. If moment. you know, you know. You know, you know. Bro. Like, hey, <laughs> hey. Uh, so then now, um, yeah, that was the gig I did. Mm. Now, on my way from that gig, you know, I'm going to catch my bus. Not my bus, my train. Back to where I was staying. Like, in the evening. It's midnight now. But, you know, trains, I think they stop at around 2. You know, God they come at 6 or 7. Anyway, so... No, probably 6. Because people got to be at work. Yeah, they're efficient. Yeah, so... Um, on my way back, I see a reply come in. Robert Koch on some. Fuck, bro. You t- I thought you were sending me rough drops, bro. These are fucking bangers. Like, what? You know? I was like, got it, you know? And that's when uh-huh. I learned, like, the importance of my process, you know? Because mm. my pro, and like my process being my process and me not being ashamed of it. Because my process, unfortunately, requires me to be in isolation. Mm. Or not in isolation, but to be in my space, in my comfort zone, with my watch on, looking at the time that I've given myself. Um, and that's how I work, you know? Mm. That's why. The results we got in studio were still very rough. Soon as I got to my spot, soon mm-hmm. as I got to my comfort zone, to my process, mm. hey, bruh, I whacked those things. Bruh. You know, I killed it, you know. And mm. like for the longest this year, bruh, I was, like I was very ups- disappointed. I was talking about it to myself or to my girlfriend like yesterday. I was like, when did I become this person who plays unfinished, unreleased music for people? When did I become this person who? Who's, who's like running ideas, music, I mean, just playing beats and like, you know, play, like, I mean, it's not terrible. For, for someone's opinion, like, yo, like low key. this is what I'm working on, yeah. what do you think type of situation? I mean, bro, like, I played you that first beat. Mm. But also, I'm super proud of my production. Yes. But I played you that first beat. Fast, I mean, rewind year, three years ago, bro, you would have only heard that beat when the link's out. Yeah. That you've heard that you would have heard the song, you know. So, so are, are you feeling some type of way about having changed that part of your? So process? no, so like just like yeah, recently I was thinking like because I guess I played some stuff, and I don't think I got the response that I was hoping. It was not even much of a response, mm. but it was like, okay, underwhelmed. Okay, that's what <laughs> I'm getting, you know. That's yeah. also me overthinking a bit, but I was like, why the fuck did I do that? Yeah, and when did I become like this? I started to think yeah. like. What happened? Because now, bro, my process, bro, all these songs, all Lindy, where you're absolutely right, Spichong it. Yeah. All these things happened 
in my process. Yeah. So this year, bro, I saw how ooh, my inability to, for like lack of a better term, my inability to collaborate. Yeah. I saw it come and compromise me in situations with my band. You know, I can't keep up with them because mm-hmm. now I can't let them make a beat and then now they look at me and I need two days to write or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. I wanted to deliver. I wanted to meet them on their level, even though it was tough for me. You know, so that's what scared me about these collaborations because I'm leaving this zone that I know that I flourish in. All this music I've made was made in this environment. So mm. soon as I saw it compromising me, you know, I was like, ah, fuck, I need to kind so of... So this is what I'm... Wait, nigga, hold on. Okay, hold on. <laughs> God damn. And then, like, the US thing happened. This happened in October till... No, September till October. It was a month. Also residency, 25 musicians, 25 yeah. instrumentalists, mm. you know, from all over the world. We're meeting in Florida, uh, close to the beach. Wait, before you get to there, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to hear about the performance because you... Oh, the, the, the pop Yeah, because okay, like, cool. I'm really curious about like, you know, it's new music sure, sure, right, sure, sure. that's being made under circumstances oh, yes, that are vastly yes, different course, from how you, or, you ideally would make music. Yeah. And you have to perform it live within gotcha. a relatively short sp- period of time yeah. from having made it. Sure. So what was the role? Was he the DJ? You was the MC? Yeah, okay, And cool. then what was the music that came, came out? Okay, what cool. was, the, you know? So like I said, we combined pre-existing ideas between the mm. two of us. And we combined, like we just created new music as well. Mm. So that made up, we are looking to make a 45-minute set. Mm. That's what they wanted from mm. us. Goddamn. Yeah, about 45 minutes of new music. That's mm. why, like, that's where the pressure was mostly because we could have just made a three, a four-track EP. Yeah. Yeah, well... Yeah. And but that wouldn't fill up forty five minutes. And how long was the how many songs did you end up You're, performing in the uh, set? Probably did like seven, you know, and four of those were brand new songs. Yeah. Yeah, well on unused beats and whatnot. So what we did with the with the other ideas, well he gave me pre existing stuff he'd released, I gave him pre existing verses that I I'd released just for the performance, you know. Mm-hmm. So there was still mm-hmm. a, that compromise between the two of us or the collaboration on some okay here's what i'm bringing to the table this one i'm bringing to the table mm. but then as far as like um the new stuff that was like okay this is the idea that i have for this, this is what i have for this and whatnot so we were creating together and on the other hand we were also just contributing to the performance so the mm. ultimate brief itself was the performance mm. you know because they've done nothing or they've not said nothing about the music itself that we recorded mm. as far as like what they want pop culture what they want with it mm. they just wanted to be able to facilitate the collaboration and have the performance at their festival mm. Mm. so um as far so as does that mean you get to keep the music yeah i mean yeah i think just uh, I, it's it's a matter of like me and robot coming to like an agreement as to mm. how we're gonna approach to roll it out yeah mm. so then now uh, he was the, the dj you know that's him playing his music that's how he rolls when he's do playing sets and mm-hmm. whatnot. Um, so yeah, I was the vocalist, <clears throat> and then yeah, our set was pretty dope. Dude. We had a bike on stage. Mm. You know, we had a bike on stage because we had a song that like was inspired by me riding a bike in Berlin after the whole mugging thing. Because as yeah. soon as I mounted that bike, I didn't care about anything else. My worries, I was racing them. You know, they were trying to catch up, but I was on a bike. So that inspired one of the songs we worked on. Um, 
So yeah, you know, okay. we we Shit. you know, and that's the same venue I performed at two years ago. Mm. So I kind of mm. knew Robert didn't know it. So we came in for sound check. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, we can work this. We set up on both on stage. Like as much as he was like DJing, um, we had we were next to each other because mm. he's not my DJ. Mm. We're performing mm. this stuff together, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what happened with that. It was beautiful. It was a dope experience. Um, you know, did they pay you? What What are the What are the finances of being there? Just two. One, did they pay you? Sure. And two, what relationships were you able to build? Like so, like this is this head my, offices. Sure. These head offices that are based in Berlin. Oh yeah. You know, what I'm yeah, saying yeah, like yeah, you yeah. are in a space where. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can actually access, mm. you know, uh, spaces. Sure. So yeah. like I said, um, you know, we had those two days in studio. Mm. And every now and then we'd link up to jam and maybe send ideas. Because like after we got to studio, the onus was on me now to work on the music. Mm. You know, to work on it and record, send it to him. He says, okay, maybe this is what we can do with it. Or he looks for a certain beat file or working file. He mm-hmm. tweaks something. So outside of that, there was a lot of free time, mm. you know time to like just pop by to places so my music for chapter one Spichonga chapter one was being distributed by AWOL mm. artists without a label they're based in Europe You from UK they had a Berlin uh, HQ as mm. well so I was like my distributors let me go say hi yeah well so I found time to go do that said hi I told them I'm gonna come back with Ryan because Ryan was gonna come up as well for the festival mm-hmm. So yeah. And to those listening who don't know, Ryan is So Ryan is by Lonster's manager. Ah, right, cool. You know, and yeah. His business partner, I guess. So yeah. Uh yeah, I found some time pop by SoundCloud as well. Yeah, SoundCloud you know, offices. There's familiar places or faces or people you know, was yeah. it well, I mean, difficult I didn't, to make those connections or the was it one of those uh, what uh, something how many degrees of separation? where you really would be surprised how close a person who knows someone that you know is even in a foreign country. Uh, So like that first trip in 2017, uh, Mm -hmm. that's where like I was very much uh, wet behind the ears, like just like starstruck by just being out of the country, visiting places, meeting people and whatnot, never really actioned anything, but we we shook hands with Mm. people. You know, because on one of the two of the days of the 10-day program two years ago, you know, they put us on internships for the day. Mm. So some people shadowed people in studio, yeah, 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 yeah. shadowed people in different... So I shadowed a, a homie who runs a, a, a venue, mm. a venue called Akud. This homie's name is Shubroy, right? And um, he... The venue is called Aku. Akud. Akud, A-C-U-D. Okay. Yeah, well, so, Yeah. I mean, it wasn't running at the time that I was there. So mm. most of the time we just chatted. We spoke. Uh, I picked his brain about bookings and how emails he expects them to come in or how he gets them and whatnot. Just picking his brain about these different things. And we were just chatting. So uh, also very much young, like, you know, 2017, as far as like initiating things that would work out in the long run. But then now this second trip up, I've got mm. a month first and foremost, and this is my second time, two years mm. later. Now to knock on those doors and say, hey, bro, remember me? Let's have some tea. It's like, yeah, mm. man, I heard you coming up. What's cracking? Oh, you're with Robert? Ah, bro, that's a big one. You know, let's meet up. Let me know when you're here. Mm. You know, mm. and then suddenly I check my, my Facebook page and I see a like from a name I don't know. And then it's like, okay, check it out. 
A&R Ableton. Mm. And I'm thinking, oh shit, who is this lady? Mm-hmm. So then suddenly I get an inbox. Ableton, don't they make music software? So they make music hardware. software, mm-hmm. music hardware, uh, but specific to like, you know... Um, live performance. Live performance yeah. and production, obviously. So mm-hmm. it's like in competition with... So people. when you say A&R... So artists and relations, you know, so they look for like people who are artists who they're interested in as as far as having them um, in the family. Mm. Uh, of just the charger over there so they're interested like when they find an artist they they you know you you get like you're on their radar so they'll like give you 50% off the Ableton stuff Mm. yeah well that shit is expensive because you pay the hardware you pay for the software yeah yeah, with the license so that's what they do and they like you so I only discovered this when I got the when I had the meeting. Is it like so- seeding by those companies? Seeding, I mean, yeah. but like not so much seeding because they don't give it to you. Mm. They give you fifty percent on some. Hey, we like you. Also, we want you to use our product, and if mm. you want it, it's a lot cheaper because okay. we like you. So um, that turned out to be what the meeting was, mm. you know. But she had a lot of questions. But anyway, so I Shub t- inboxes me. Hey, man. Um, so I kind of got you a meeting with Ableton, and I was like. Oh Ooh. shit! So that was you, because I saw this lady. I'm thinking Ibo, and I saw he was a mutual friend. So I was like, "Was this uh, Shub?" Uh, you know. So uh, he said he he wouldn't be around for the first week or two in Berlin. He said when he's back, I must hit him up, or he'll hit me up. So I did what I had to do. Pop by at SoundCloud. Anele is from Port Shepston, but she mm. works in, at SoundCloud mm. Berlin HQ. So the Berlin HQ is their tech side, whereas New York would be their artist relations stuff. Okay. So oh. that's what she told me. So she invited me on a Tuesday, Tuesday to get free food mm. uh, for lunch. You know, she was like, come through, bro. You know, so, so that's where we kicked it. Um, we just chatted about stuff, got to know what she's up to, got to know her journey, how she got there. She just applied, bro. Mm. applications were like there was three stages of it though but yeah bro. she did the things you know so we met there um i don't know somebody kind of passed the word to her that i'm in the city so she got in touch on instagram and what she did after we had been speaking she just sent me a screenshot of my soundcloud page and suddenly i had a pro star Shout out to the plugs. Shout out to the plugs, man. She plugged the boy. Shout out to the plugs, man. Shout out to the people in the right place. Struggling independent life needs the plugs, nigga. I'm allowed to say that. Hey, bro, listen. All I'm saying is it's beautiful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, So that meeting, that meeting. Yeah. So eventually, Shub hits me up. Oh, now it turns out on the lady, my artist liaison, the girl, the woman who's looking after me. Um, she, she, like, obviously, she, she's, not let me not say she's doing my bidding, like, she's doing everything that, for me, but, like, if I need something, mm. if I need weed, if I need prostitutes, if I need food, if I need chicken, because she, she, she used to do that stuff for, like, politicians as well, mm. you know, as far as, like, 
artist relations, looking after them. She so got hold you. up, like you can get prostitutes she got like, you, on, got the, you. on like on on the tab. Bro, she said that like, she's done that. She's done that for company you. expenses. And you can that yeah. as a yeah. Yeah. You on the tab. That's what Wolf of Wall Street, right? Yo. There, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so like um turns out so she was freelancing for pop culture. Mm. You know, so is that they're on a freelance basis to do what she does, you know, as her company, the art the whole artist relations. And so I guess she's with me and obviously she's freelancing. She has a time. She's freelancing with Ableton as mm. well. They're working on a loop festival. Mm. So they need her as well for artist relations. So, you know, she told me this on our, on our way from the airport. And then eventually I told her about Shubroy. Mm. And she's like, Shub, no, I'm not sure, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I know him. And then, like, you know, I guess she starts her meetings at Ableton and then, you know, we chat and uh, we have like some dinner now, some, you know, some tea and coffee mm. and drinks. Now we're just chatting and telling, so how's it, how the first day go? Oh, that's good. And I'm like, okay, cool. Did you, did you see this guy that I was telling you about? Who is, who is he again? And I was like, Shubroy. Shubroy, Shubroy. Dude, they've parted, partnered me up with Shubroy. I was mm. like, what? Oh, shit. Remind them that I'm here. Let them know that I'm here. And then. Nah, he was shook that you know I'm with. Mm. So this this lady's name is Evion. She's mm. from, she's actually very basically German. She mm. grew up in Germany, mm-hmm. but she's from um, Kenya. Bro, the universe conspiring, bro. Bro, do you see it, bro? It. Do bro. you understand, like? Sure. Like and and all you had to be is just be there, like that availability thing that you're mm. there to take advantage of those opportunities just it's by second, being present yeah mm-hmm. it's the second yeah. time around you're doing what you're doing you sure. ain't really changed what you've been yeah. doing you know it's just that people are now recognizing and gravitating towards the effort and the results of it sure 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 yeah so now this meeting eventually takes place now I'm meeting with this lady Krista she's the A&R at Ableton and now Ryan has arrived because it's like Three days till the festival. No, it's festival day. It starts today, mm. and then we we'll, we go check it. Just check out the vibes. We were on on the last day for about a night, so I get a meeting happens. Ryan and I are with her. We're just chatting. You know, she's asking a lot of questions. She's just trying to interrogate the whole industry this side as far mm. as like how we you know operating is our studios accessible you know and i told you yeah, i'm not dude we're killing it bedroom studio you know yeah, and yeah. she's like i imagine you guys are fruity yeah bro fruity loose bro i mean but come we, on like, we diagnose that the fact that you know somebody like just let that shit leak throughout south africa yeah so, so we don't know where it came from nigga you know? <laughs> i got it from a nigga who got it from a nigga who got it from a nigga what you need that's all you need <laughs> so yeah so she was asking a lot of questions man and every now and then like and we were engaging her dude like we were like as if we she sent us a list of questions we had a mm. lot of like smart answers for her just telling her everything that she needed to know as mm-hmm. far as our own perspectives mm. so um now what happens after that she keeps bringing up every now and then like oh yeah no no um we like to offer 50 percent you know on like the ableton push to that that's the launch pad mm. and then ableton live is the software the the and the license and whatnot so she's like yeah no we offer that to artists like you know we mm-hmm. want to maybe work with and whatnot she mm. kept bringing that up every now and then you know just to and then 
So they are working on Loop Festival, which mm. is a festival and summit where they bring people to chat, workshops and whatnot. And then Ryan's like, hey, also, listen, um, about Loop Festival, how do you guys like approach the booking for that? And she explains what they're looking for as far as mm. artists, but then she's also not looking for, it's not a festival, you know? And I was like, oh yeah, it's a summit. I remember everyone told me, he's like, yeah, it's a summit, so workshops and whatnot. And Ryan's like, actually, you know, that's, that's a... That's a that's a great that's a great segue to 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 you know Balanced wrote a thesis mm, on visual uh-huh. communication see. and and music you know so and their relationship so then she like he's like yeah no that's a, he's like okay yeah I mean you know like I want to introduce you guys to the Ableton guy in South Africa maybe you guys link up with him do some workshops with him and then you do workshops and we pay yeah. you for that you know. And then, you know, so she noticed that there's a side yeah, that is very, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Mm-hmm. thought out and whatnot. So then now, suddenly she stops mentioning this 50% thing. And she, oh. looks, then she looks at us. He's like, I need, I need to give you guys this thing. Yeah. Oh, shit. I need to give you guys this thing, you know. Like, she didn't say why, but we knew why. She, yeah. was, she was sold on the boy. Yeah. yeah so Showcase. she said, um... Tomorrow at one, what are you guys doing? Can you come pick it up? And we swung by for at one. No, Shout out to the plugs, man. Yeah, man. Hey, the plugs. For hey, recognizing hey. the hard work. Shout out to hey, the plugs, man. man. And also, like, bro, like, it's again, every time we've had the conversation, there's always been moments where the artist is assisted by the fact and existence of. The, the 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 visual artist sure. so the musician and the visual artist coexisting yeah. like you know the, the 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 thesis wasn't just something out of music sure. but it was more like observation mm. of like the relationship between you know design the and design and the music yeah. you know what i'm trying to say yeah 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 and for that to be just like another building block in relationship building another sure. building block in relationship building mm. when we spoke with OJ the juice man he said people do the things you love and people who who are then you will attract people who are uh, who are on the same vibes and the shit as the shit that you like and you love sure surround yourself with like outputs that are the thing you love and the people that those things bring around you will be attracted to that same thing that you love sure. so it's dope to see if it's would see even at in a space where you are somewhere else for something completely different, mm. you know, all of these things still tie in. And I think, I don't know how much of a hands-on manager as far as like leading the conversation directly to a particular thing because you want a particular outcome, Ryan is. But if he is, like, that's dope, like, you know, strategic, like, uh. okay, we are here with this sure. particular person. This is the type of opportunity at hand. We're going to make an effort sure. to walk out of this engagement, uh, you know, having done something to achieve uh, that outcome. Sure. Like, bro, like, hey, when, we're, when, when we tag team someone, bro, in a mm. meeting, bro, mm. hey, we, mm. we, mm. we go done. in, bro. Mm. Like, the way we go mm. back and forth. Yeah, because well, we're coming with two different perspectives as well. Because Ryan brings his, his perspective as an events organizer, mm. events manager, and whatnot. He brings these perspectives, you know, and they're very valuable in the conversations we're having. But the goal is always to make sure we keep, like people know who it, like who this guy is, this spy monster mm. guy is, and what he's done and whatnot. So, 
Yeah, well, so yeah, bro. Like, oh, bro, we've had a couple Let, meetings, bro. Hold on, I just sure. want. What is the highlight? You had a lot of anxieties going into the whole pop culture experience sure. and the brief as it was given to you. Sure. So, on the other end of it, you know what myths were dispelled, things that you were afraid, worried, concerned. But after having gone through, you're like, ah, actually, no, it's not as bad as I thought it had been. Or like discoveries about like what you can do, like, you know, mm. you know, how well you can exist outside of your comfort zone type of situation. So, I mean, an obvious one, like the show went really well. Mm. You know, there's something I did two years ago when I was at Pop Culture. I was coming from South Africa, bro, and I was thinking, oh, man. I'm coming all the way from this place and I'm in a place that doesn't know me too well. I need an audience. So mm. I printed a poster, laminated that motherfucker, walked around the festival and told people, hey guys, listen, I'm on stage at nine. Mm. On stage at nine. Just when people brought this, this was the first time around. Yeah, people were so receptive because they're not used to that shit. They're not mm. used Everybody, I don't know, I guess is very artist specifically. Mm. They're very... You know, I guess reserved. Yeah, you know, yeah. but I'm not. I was going, hey guys, listen, if you guys aren't doing it, no pressure at all. But if you're not doing anything at nine, I'm at the soda salon. Mm. You know, doing my thing. You know, did that a whole day, bro. Like whole day, just walking around. People, How many posters? People, so I had two, but they were back to back. So and then the organizers of pop culture saw me, and they said, hey, dude, come here. And then they had some picket signs for the workshop. So mm. there was a sign standing by the venue. Mm-hmm. So they had they were laying down. She's like, "Listen, come here. Take this picket sign, put your posters on each side, and fucking go do your thing." Mm. So I just went to the sign, but people were smiling like, mm. "Oh shit, yeah, yeah." And it's, maybe I come across someone else who I passed with, and they're like telling their friends, "That's the guy. Here's the guy." Mm. Mm. You know, you know. I'm thinking, well, I mean, it's cool that you guys are seeing this, but are you gonna come though? In my mm. mind, yeah. yeah well, so nine p.m. hits. Nah. 9 p.m. hits and packed. Sugars. Nigga, I thought you had like a poster for every motherfucker that was there, so motherfuckers would be rocking up with like pictures of you (laughs) just like chanting your name. That would have been epic, man. Yeah. But like it was a big A3, bro. Yeah. And I just got two. So motherfuckers just pulled up because Vele, we are at this festival conference. Sure. We've got the time. I see in now. Because like I started from I the could be somewhere time. else right now, but somebody's actually like alerted me to something that's potentially cool that's happening in this particular venue. Sure. Yeah. And bro, I started doing this from the time we met in the morning for breakfast. Mm. Like uh, during the workshops. I was had my shit there, bro. And people were noticing. After the mm. workshop, they're like, bro, see you at nine, you know? And then I get, it's packed. It's packed, and the first thing I did was, okay, guys, be honest, now. How many you of you are here because you saw this thing? Mm. Applaud, bro. They just applauded, but mm. started shouting, you know. And I was like, that's dead right. You know. So I did that again this year. You know, I was like, ah, you know, robot and I, you know, we were like, there's a lot because they book, you know, some serious acts as well. Ooh, Mante Rebane and OK Shop were there. Mm, mm, they were, you know, that oh, set was dope. Well, Adele and Gaito also did it. Mm, mm. Um, Umpo didn't, but she was around. She came through to my set and whatnot, mm, but she was yeah. present. And 
yeah, bro, there was another artist, Utu Mama. I don't know her. I've never met her, but I found out she's from South Africa. And she also did the One Beat program. Mm. Yeah, but, but hey, we were coming off of pop culture. Yeah, yeah. And then so now, Robert Koch show packed, packed. as well. Yeah, like, yes. Got a bike on stage. Yeah, nigga. Yeah. Whose bike was it, nigga? Ah, well, the stage manager went into the hookup, bro. Yeah. Funny enough, the stage manager in the previous day. That shit, that shit looked like the Frank Ocean biking. Uh, no, bike. biking. Yeah. 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 So yeah, um, the myth that was dispelled is like, you know, my inability to kind of do this. Mm. You know, I thought I didn't think I could do it, like as far as like create a piece that we could perform and be happy with it. Mm. And did that and then, then give you confidence going to the States? I mean, to collaborate further? That one was, uh, yo, that one like, was tricky, dude. That one was tricky because the States thing, one beat, Mm, 25 yeah. musicians 25 instrumentalists I'm coming to the States I mean I, I barely well I, I kind of held my own with one person mm. now I've got 25 other artists mm. or 24 yeah. other artists yeah, well, and for a month now instrumentalists but I'm coming there with my voice and maybe my MIDI keyboard but that's not <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know I'm coming there with my voice. Think of that mini keyboard. You can do anything. You can do fucking falsetto. Yeah, you can do fucking. But I mean, you know, that was in my instrument. You could do. <laughs> you know, these guys had been like gone to conservatory music school mm. for years. They've yeah. been now. Mm-hmm. You can see these like yeah. pro fucking professional. Like, they can read the music and imposter all that. syndrome, bro. Yeah, had me here by my nose, bro. Wait, hold on. So how do you get on on that program? So that I applied for last year. Mm. They told me that you know I'm an alternate. You know I've made the top whatever in my country. Um, if someone, one of these twenty five people don't go, they'll put me in. Mm. Twenty five ended up going. I was like, alright, cool. I'll apply again. And uh, December last year. Um, I was here for, for, for New Year and I was like oh shit these applications close in a couple of hours oh no I got an email from one of the, the guys who responded saying I'm an alternate mm. he was like mm. hey man hope you're good uh, just wanted to let you know submissions are open again you should probably apply and I was mm. like I know what this means you've been waiting for you feeling bad that the nigga didn't pull <laughs> through last year mm-hmm. that you fucked up the first time you had the opportunity to put a nigga make the on. shit up to him yeah so I applied you know going into the new year applied finished the application and then you know got back to me on some hey man congrats and all they were looking for was just like a reference to your music or do so you yeah there's an application from similar to the pop culture one but a little bit more like the questions were very much based on what they were planning to do they're like so collaborations like what's mm. what's your game and whatnot don't throw the phone <laughs> <laughs> um so sorry i had to protect you um, <laughs> you almost died <laughs> So yeah, just like 25 instrumentalists, 24 instrumentalists, and there I am. You know, imposter syndrome had me, you know, by my balls for the first week. Yeah, that's why there were some Asian artists there. I was like, bro, there was like from China, from India, from Madagascar. All these guys are so talented, bro. Yeah. 
you know, and that just made me so. Insecure. How many South African artists were there? I was the only one. But You're the only one. One of the program directors, Kyla Rose Smith, she's former member of Freshly Ground. Oh, okay. So yeah, she yeah, she yeah. she was on the program in 2014, and then she ended up coming back to work for them. Okay. So now she's been working for them since then, and she fucking runs that show, man. Mm. You know, but the, the the you can see the guys whose heart is in it, like the passion, mm. the, the founders, they were with us the whole time, you know, we were kicking it with them, and I was like, you guys are genuinely dope, because I hear, I could hear it in some of the interviews that we did, you know, like a lot of people's language, first language wasn't English, mm. you know, and you could hear the effort these guys were making to translate, or, or to make sure the interview goes well, and they understand the questions, mm. you could hear that, these guys just want to, these people to experience opposed to somebody who might you know who's getting a check at the end of the day mm, mm, you don't care mm. much for those things and I yeah. you know so anyway um, yeah guys like that whole collaboration yo that thing was fucking me up dude there's one morning I decided I don't want to go into it I don't want to go in there and, and try to get out of people's way because you know guys that insecurity was charming me imposter syndrome because you know there was a thing that we did called speed dating mm. where um, you meet you like we split up get into duos for five minutes jam some shit jam some shit five minutes over you hear a, you hear a gong swap look for someone else five minutes gong whatnot you know mm -hmm. so that's I'm thinking why would someone come to me it's not like I can freestyle anyway but like you see somebody who plays an Egyptian oud and you play like a flute and you're from Hungary are you telling me you're not going to want to try and fuck with that? You yeah. know, like, you guys speak the same language, whereas with me, you're just playing by yourself and I'm, you know. But, you know, that was still the insecurity talking, like, you know, devaluing what I came mm. to do. So at one of the days, you know, the day I decided I didn't want to wake up and get out of here, I missed breakfast, I don't care. But I obviously, I went to breakfast because fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so one that day, I was like, ah. I'm going to sit with one because I was summoned by some friends who I came with like to be part of their speed dating. Mm -hmm. But in my heart, I was out of sympathy. I was like, stop feeling for it. So after that one, it sounds dramatic. I'm a dramatic dude. Just a disclaimer. Yeah, no. But I hid in the bathroom. To avoid being part of the speed dating session. To avoid them coming to me out of pity. Yeah. And to, for me, like ruining it for them. Yeah. They could be with anyone who's there. Okay, I'm sorry to pay, to put you in this moment of pain. Sure. But I need to understand like your settings. Where are you? Um, do you guys know each other at the point that you start sure. engaging? Do you guys like live together or are you guys living in different spaces? Cool. For so you to get to a space, do people know what you have to bring sure. to the table? Like so, what? Now, so 1B takes place first in. Florida for two weeks. That's the residency mm. where we're based at a, like a lodge kind of space with a lot of wildlife around us: armadillos, turtles, <laughs> fucking armadillos, snakes. Second most poisonous venom ever. Mm. We're sitting with them, chilling with them. Yeah, but so we all have our own chalets, our rooms, mm. shower, bathrooms in there, showroom fans. It's humid as shit. Mm. It's humid, mm -hmm. more humid than fucking mosquitoes. Ah, not not in that space. It wasn't too bad. Mm. You know? But we got to a space where the mosquitoes were so violent. Mm. This is when we were going on tour. So the two weeks we were at residency, collaborating, getting to know each other. We had share sessions where we share what we do. Mm. You know, uh, we split it into two days. So we, oh no, one day, but there was 
two like moments during the day mm. midday and evening yeah, well, and then the staff had a share session which they asked me to host mm. so I was emceeing like, okay guys up next we've got my OG um, <laughs> she's from Freshly Ground and whatnot. Mm. Um, so yeah so that everybody was aware guys like the way we gelled was yeah was almost like unbelievable because we're coming from different places and people were so open-minded mm. you know as far as their cultures one of my best friends bro i love this girl like she's my i mean she, damn River. <laughs> the thing is that her pronouns aren't she okay that's why Okay. And I kept fucking them up, but she understood because she said I'm the only person. Because she had a pa- uh, um, a pin that says they them, so I have my SoundCloud pin, I have my Venom pin, I have my PlayStation One pin. So I noticed these things. Right. So I was like, "Hey, are those your pronouns?" And she was like, "Oh, you noticed, you know." And then like we just like kicked it, you know. Um, yeah. Okay. So we were like, we were really tight, you know. And so the pronoun is they or them. It's not a he or a she. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Okay. You know, I, I just, I Googled some stuff just because, you know, I was like, let me understand. What does that relate to, that pronoun? It's, it relates to curious. not identifying as either. So what do you identify as? You identify as they and them. You okay. may be asking the wrong non-binary, person. Non-binary. Non-binary. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, okay. you know, so I get, um, everybody's open-minded, you know, that was my friend. Their name was Free. Mm. You know, and we, she, I mean, they were from, from New Orleans, mm. New Orleans and whatnot. So we all just kicked it guys. Like some kind of border of anything was just like left at home. Everybody came there. We mm. loved each other. But by the end of this trip where people were crying, you know, we were telling each other, we love each other because that's mm. how we felt. We were family, you know, it was so dope. Like, so like, as far as like the, the Berlin group, mm. that was cool. But we still have this WhatsApp group going right now. Mm. We send each other things on some, hey guys, I'm back here. Or mm. like, hey guys, remember this? You know, it's very active. So, 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 as far as I know, you've had residencies at different places and performed all over the place. But was this your first tour? Yeah, yeah, this is the first tour, bro. Because like for two weeks, we're on residency. We've been split into five groups of five yeah. to create like 15 to 20 minutes performance pieces mm-hmm. so there's the music involved in that um and then we take the music on tour with us you know mm-hmm. and that's the prescribed stuff so we get into our groups every day we meet up work on this performance but then after those three hours of that we get into our own things that we've made up our side projects mm-hmm. that's when i did kickstand yeah yeah, yeah 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 i eventually came to the party with the speed dating thing I went to each of them. I was like, hey, please play this. I just want to see something. And I was like, okay, cool. Violin. Hey, bro, can you play this? Got keys, got mm-hmm. vocals, drums. Can you play? Yeah, well, that's how I built my kickstand mm-hmm. ensemble with the speed dating when I eventually mm-hmm. was like, fuck it, let's get it. Yeah, well. So now we created all this music, you know, new stuff, like, just all this stuff and then we're going to take it on tour with us like now the tour would be also two weeks an additional two weeks mm-hmm. we leave Florida first stop is in Florida again and then after that we hit up Atlanta for a couple of days mm. after Atlanta we hit up uh, Knoxville Tennessee and that's the last oh, stop shit. you know so you know we're in some cool interesting hotels some were really good mm. you know really beautiful hotels and then some were more like 
they were like what hotels are here which hotels here like their hotel they're in maybe three two star hotels mm. look crazy bro mm. yeah they look beautiful but anyway well, how, so how did you get over the anxiety hump? So, so yeah, man. I mean, eventually, you ended up getting to the confidence of like building kickstand off of like the live instruments from your peers sure. there. So it's getting past that, that 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 social anxiety of you as an artist engaging socially in this but I mean, creative that, ex- process, but it's also a social one. But with kickstand, you know, where the confidence was there because that was my thing. Mm. You know, so I was like, okay, cool. Now something of my own. Because mm. in the other stuff I had to contribute to, I felt like, fuck, you know, what value is what I'm doing besides like being the cream on top on some? Mm. Okay, we're done making instrumentation. Can you come write something? She mm. annoys me, you know, I didn't want that. I wanted to be there. Hence, like, I played bass on my MIDI, bro. I was a bassist, bro, mm. in my band, mm. in mm. my group. And then I rapped at the end. Mm. You know, we had a whole concept like this whole imposter syndrome of mine, and like, what am I doing here? We based our performance on that. Mm. You know, we were like, okay, cool. Did you share that with the group? Yeah, bro. And like, then they're like, oh, your not- pain would make for beautiful music. <laughs> <laughs> yes, your pain. The solution we got to, Jens, it was actually quite fascinating. So, in my group, it was Sasha. She was from Russia. She was a curator and a flutist. Mm. And there's Jess, who's a percussionist, drummer from Brooklyn. Um, Shakib, he's from Algeria. She's up here by us, up the road. Mm. Um, <laughs> he plays Ngoni and uh, a Gumri, which are stringed instruments, but traditional Algerian instruments. And then, um, who else was in our group? Oh, Shibani from India. She was vocals and she played the harmonica. Mm. So... From all over the place, bros. Like, who's one... the Asian kid that I kept seeing on your? Oh, that's Ming. Monk, that's Ming. Monk. He is from China. He yeah. builds instruments. So what he came with, he built it. It was a synthesizer, very experimental. Because like now, the climate of the music that side, or the the crux, or the the context of that whole trip up, bros, was definitely very much experimental music. Yeah. So, like our sh- our workshops, it was mm. all most about. Step out of your comfort zone. Unlearning mm. what we know about music. Mm. Mm. And, you know, putting it together at the end of the thing. That's mm. exactly what happened. So, like, it was a lot of, like, I know a lot of people will say this, like, it was a lot of hippie shit, mm. you know, because we were, like, sitting there, like, like was it, uh, the singing, humming. Our feet suddenly had ears. That was an activity. Yeah, like uh, improvising. Sure. Improv. Improv. Bro, improv. Improv. Was such class, a big yeah. Thing, you know, was a big thing. Improv. Then, you know? Yeah. So that's like when you know, okay, you don't have to structure something so much. Like, okay, it's just like improv. Just do. Mm-hmm. Just do. You know, forget about what you're doing. Go get leaves. Go get rocks. Go bang against the things. That's we're creating. Because the, yeah. the, com- the the organization that does one beat is called Found Sound. Found sound, found sound, yeah. Yeah, well, so that's their baby, one beat. So, yeah, um, kickstand was very much my thing, hence yeah. it was very mm-hmm. easy to be confident, you know. And those were my friends who came through to the thing, you know. But with the other stuff, like I said, we based my dilemma, I'll put my performance on that. So 
I was chatting to Sasha. We so we were split into twos just to go sit down and see what we could come up with that we come back with and say this is what we're doing. This is the idea we have. So her and I split and we spoke for the most part. Mm. Told her what's going on. She's like then she like, yo, did she had not so much reassuring to reassure, but on some bro. Cause I felt like I didn't belong. I was like, What? you know? I can't even understand what you guys are talking about when you talk about C major scale mm. or octave and whatnot. So I was like what am I doing here? You know, and she's like, dude, listen, you know, we all are here just as lost as you. We didn't come here because we're sure about what we're coming to contribute to this whole thing. We're all here and what we have in common is that. So mm. it's that whole, this having to have one thing to relate to mm. kind of, kind of brought me out of this place that I was mm. in. Then we came back and we just told them that, yeah, this is what we thought about. What if we amplified your process? Like, if you don't have an instrument and you feel like... Because it's easy, bro, when at least... Well, it's easier when you're a vocalist. Mm. You can hit a C. You can hit a G. When you rap, that's poetry. Yeah. You know, there's no... Not necessarily a melody there. Mm. There's just rhythm, you know? So, it's tricky. I can't just say, okay, guys, my voice is my instrument. Because I have to say something. Mm. I have to say something. You guys are speaking in music, in mm. instruments, in sonics. It's not the yeah. It's not the sonic. It's no the, yeah. So we'd found me a sonic, bro. So okay. we just put a microphone down by the desk. Had a piece of paper on that desk. Had a pencil, and I was writing lyrics. That was my sonic contribution in the beginning. Like I was just like amplifying my process yeah. and we played on that concept of amplifying the process because yeah. the theme for the whole thing so was you're saying the 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 sound of you writing the, the lyrics was the was my instrument that's fly you know so our theme for the whole thing was hum like ecology our ecology so ecology is just like you know how people coexist or how things coexist mm-hmm. so um you know that ecology that we approach is like, you know, our ecology as musicians or our ecology as people here, the ecology of us mm. right now, us being, you know, what are we doing here? Mm. Or, you know, trying to figure out our 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 place in this whole thing. So, um, yeah, we, we, we came up with that now, like on the whole process, we identified what everybody's process was in the group. Mm. Sasha played the flute, so she has... Uh, pieces of the flute that she I play one note but she tests them like that right and then Shibani from India is a vocalist so she does range exercises mm. so in the introduction of our performance we had that like mm. starts off with the of my writing I'm writing scratching away mumbling some stuff like before I get started. you know I'm writing I'm creating mm. a piece mm-hmm. and then Sasha joins in Right, and then Shivani joins in, like, and then Shakib, who plays the Nguni from Algeria, he, like, he pats rhythms, like, to warm up and whatnot. And then, you know, we identified everybody's process, mm. you know, based on what I'm doing. And then that's how we introduced it. Then we would bleed into music, mm. you know, music. And then at the end of it, so, like, every time in between the songs or during the songs you hear the writing happening mm, mm. and then every time I mumble more and I keep like rapping something by the end of it bro I rap a whole verse mm-hmm. was that for that was one exercise or was that like the ultimate 
So like uh, you know, performance like, or yeah, but like so, our brief was to make a fifteen to twenty minutes performance, and that's what you took on tour for two weeks. Yeah, that's what okay. we took on tour. Brand we opened every show, mm. well, not every show because um, because there were a lot of us. Not everybody performed like at every show. So mm. first day, our first Florida stop. That's when we did kickstand, and then there was other groups, ensembles who did their thing and whatnot. And then, you know, we went like that. Like, okay, cool. Uh, this next gig, this is the lineup, guys. Mm. And if you really wanted to do that one, you you just spoke to them mm. and stuff like that. But Kickstand had the biggest, like, ensemble because there was, like, eight of us. You know? And how many others had their own? Everybody had their own, like, things. Like, there was trios, there was duos. But altogether, our main, well, not our main thing, but the ones we worked on as part of the program were mm. the five groups. But then everybody had like their duos, their trios, you know, and people just did that. But like, we, they, the organizers knew all that. So we're like, okay, mm. cool, let's do, let's do the kickstand one today. We've got a big enough stage, got time, let's do that. Let's mm. let them do their thing there. Let's let this trio do their thing and whatnot. And they had me hosting most of these stops. Mm. You know, which hosting. Cool. On some, like, hey, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So this is us, this is mm. your fresh actors, blah, blah. You know, it was really cool because when that Papa, so they were like, "Hey, you're perfect." You know, did they look out for you financially or no. anything? It's a full month. So how so, does that go? Like, like I'm trying to figure out if I go, if so, I spend, um, if I decide to dedicate a month to a program like this instead of dedicating a month to anything else, whether it's I don't know, making more music and putting it out, whether it's looking for gigs or whatever that sure. are that are just paying me to perform. Uh-huh. Like, what is the value add from that, 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 that full experience? So, like, the whole thing, like, you know, it's very much incubation. Like, to put us in, like, scenarios where we engage with people from all over the world, mm. you know, and just see what, how we can bridge our differences through music, mm. you know, and that's the end goal. And we take that on tour and whatnot. But, you know... The first two weeks were on residency, so they give us cash. I mean, no, no, they, 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 they feed us. Mm. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, they feed mm. us. You know, and you can access the fridge whenever you feel like it. And then, um, yeah, uh, so they gave us cash, though, for those two weeks. Mm. And, you know, if you're not, if you're eating here, you, what do you need it for? But some people bought some drinks or, you know, beers and everything. What are you able to do with your money? Oh, bro. I held on to my money approved for that because I was like, ah, you know, I don't need this right now. And then on top of that, as soon as you go on tour, they give you an additional amount, a bigger mm-hmm. amount, like three eighty dollars mm-hmm. First one was $130 for the two weeks. And then just to thank you for being there, they give you $500. Mm-hmm. So that's almost around like a grand, a thousand dollars. $500 plus three plus one plus and then so there's the one and then there's a change in between so yeah. it's somewhere close to a mm-hmm. thousand I mean so, dollars coming off the mugging obviously yeah. I didn't have a laptop so I was like oh, so I'm saying nigga you came back up even though you came back to where you were before these motherfuckers sent you back you know yeah, well, yeah. but I saved some of my cash and got mm. myself a MacBook bro for mm. like six hundred and five dollars you know and I bro I, I even came back with two hundred dollars bro yeah. $230 South Africa bro, when I came glued on the lady you know you know, <laughs> you know yeah bro birthday was coming up you know I didn't want to fumble that yeah. one this year so 
um, yeah, I mean, I was very economic, bruh, during tour, mm. how I ate. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the time, like, there's a time where I was, like, spending a bit more than I, I wanted to. I was like, nah, I can't do this. And tomorrow, I think I'm going to start fasting, you know. Only to find out we're being fed, motherfucker, we're being fed. We, you don't we have to got, spend it. We got, so at the last hotel in Tennessee, we got breakfast mm. all the time. So I made sure this breakfast is big enough for lunch. Mm. So I ate, uh. I had blueberries for the first time. You know, it was no <laughs> Just filling up, you know, uh, collard greens. Uh, the fuck oh, is a collard green, bro? bro is it not yeah, the same? I didn't have collard greens, but I look what uh, do you know what it looks like? I thought I think it's like a spinach thing, bro. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it would look more like celery type. I don't know. Yeah, probably, bro. But you know, we had like we passed by like a soul food spot, mm. um, and like we had some. It was like we had like cornbread. Which mm. is dry as shit if you don't have it with anything else, like a beverage. And at this place, bro, you get, f- like, they fill you, buy a beverage, they fill you up in these mm. big glasses. This is on our stop as we were going to tour to Atlanta. So we kept stopping just to chow and whatnot for lunch. Mm. And then, yeah, so eventually I started being economic, like, in the last few, in the last week. I was like, ah, oh, guys, like, I can't spend this cash. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I still have rent to pay. Mm-hmm. You know, so I need to come back, be able to pay rent, and also, like, pull off a birthday. But then yep. you come back, and, you know, it shows. Durban shows some love. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, know, I came back in Just August. got back to the city. Durban shows some love. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, I mean, things are slowly making sense now. You know, my rent is very comfortable in the next few months. You know? Shout out to you. Yeah. Yeah. Luck, but you know, I mean, you know, you don't want all that cash to all go to rent. So I'm still in that place where most of it does. But yeah, I'm yeah, getting yeah. to, like, I want it to be a point where it's like, I rent, done. Now let me go and play some games. Mm. But like thing. the comfort of knowing, but I know I can pay my rent off of what I'm doing. Sure. Like the next thing that you want to be able to do off of what you are doing is that much more realizable because you are able to realize this one thing that's this basic I can keep a roof over my head mm. and stop myself from star- from dying from starvation mm. without doing something that the world has predefined as being like a path to success. Sure. You know, yeah. charting my own way and figuring it out as I go. Yeah. Well, man, that rent, that rent wall, bro, is a big one. Mm. So right now, like I'm still looking up at it right now, and it achieving that, like, is the biggest priority for me because it also contributes to, like, my my search for stability in mm. music, and stability is obviously being able to pay like a contract, mm. and this contract being my rent. Mm. You know, I can get like a place on monthly now. So rent itself is it symbolizes stability. That's why it's like very much the biggest thing for me. Being able to pay rent is like okay, yeah, you know this thing mm. is going somewhere. I'm doing to, something. You know, opposed yeah. to maybe buying things every now and then because that's like oh, okay, let me grab that. But rent, that's a month thing. I haven't yeah. fumbled that. You know, so the past few months I I haven't fumbled, man. Mm. So that's dope, and but you know as soon as. It, 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 it becomes a lot more generous, you know, this journey of mine. Then I can look like, okay, cool. Um, hey, man, these Ubers are expensive. Let's, let's drive. You know, 
Let's yep. see what we can do. So Things like those, you know. So it's like one obstacle at a time. But, you know, so like the whole, do the whole states thing. Because like since having stopped doing design, that meant shifting into gear five with mm. the music. Because for the longest time in the back of my mind, it's, I mean, as much as it didn't, like the actions didn't like, you know, represent this. But um, it was very much a little bit of, okay, no, let me not say a hobby, but I was holding back. Mm. As far as the music is concerned. As, I was holding back because, yeah. you know. Yeah. I had design. Like and, I quit design. And you knew how to make money, like get it. You music. could budget off of, of design. Yeah, bro. Because you've made enough sure. money off of design to know who's okay, this is the type of living I can afford off sure. of design. Bro, like design was buying me equipment, bro. Mm. Couldn't believe it, bro. And then that's what I forfeited in June. But also like the main reason I forfeited design is because um it was very much my ledge that mm. I was holding on to, the way I wasn't gonna drown and whatnot and music I needed music was over there in the middle of this pool mm. you know and I needed, and you needed you to have the courage to reach you know, over <laughs> I was touching it a little and bit. you can't hold on to the ledge no. and get to the music you I can try as much as ledge. you want <laughs> I, mean, I could only do as much with oh, the music you know? so I had to put both feet into that thing mm. that's the only way it was going to go somewhere for me it will not go if I'm giving it half effort mm. so I just needed to give it everything and that's when it will give me everything. Mm-hmm. So that's what that was about, the whole like shifting, just so I could see what I could do with the music, mm-hmm. to see what happens when I can go full power. So chapter one was not made at a time when you were f- going fully at the music. No. It was pre that decision. Yeah, but so I... You, so you've lived six months of chapter two. Sure. Six months? I think from February. I think this is month 10, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Over six months of chapter two, you've yeah. been living because that's what you know. We ended the last conversation off of the understanding was okay. The current, immediate, as far as the music is concerned, is just living it and seeing how it comes out. How far is that creative process going? Has, um, has it translated from memories to music? Or so, I think with the whole having to live the whole thing, bro, it's like I can't pick up my pen like right now while I'm mm. living it you know I have to live process it and then I get to a point in like these 10 months or 9 months put the flag down and I'm like okay it's chapter 2 close this book mm. now we start writing mm. start writing start mm. writing start mm. recording start recording on some okay this is what chapter 2 was about this is what happened mm. in chapter 2 and stuff like that so yeah man it's like I have to live it of course are you trusting you'll know when the chapter's ended and That's it's time thing, to pick you know? up the pen? I think when I think what kind of gives me that limit is is uh, release dates. I mean, I, I didn't really say how much time there would be between the chapters. But I, I don't know. I didn't feel good about, you know, waiting a year mm. for chapter two, even though, like, it might, like, be just under a year because we're on month 10 now. Mm. But at the same time, bro, I had to experience this shit. Mm. I had to live this shit. Otherwise, if I release chapter one or chapter two, ten days after chapter one, that's still chapter one. Mm, yeah, that's chapter one. So I had to be in chapter two in my life. I had to be in Joburg. I had to get mugged. I had to be in Berlin. I had to do Paris. I had to do all these things. These things are all contributing to chapter two. Mm. It's for me. It's about growing pains and just growing up. You know, because the 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 U.S. trip. 
for the most part, it was, it was, it was uncomfortable for me because mm. my comfort zone, I had left it here in Durban. Mm. Yeah, I'm in Joburg, you know, just where I, wherever I record anyway. I left mm. it there. I was forced to kind of open up and be a collaborator, mm-hmm. you know. So that really opened me up. That was painful because it was uncomfortable. It was terrible. But once I figured it out, I haven't completely figured it out, but I came back like more open. When I got mm-hmm. back to Durban to visit my girl, called homies in for studio sessions i chilled with my band we did some you know we jammed some music mm-hmm. we recorded mm-hmm. some stuff you know that's by luanster kind of you know putting down that buy for a moment or letting mm-hmm. other people carry it as well mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's what happened with that so like there's a lot of growing that's happened this year mm-hmm. you know even the move up that was i was afraid of joburg for a long time but then i needed to just jump at it spontaneously fuck off um you know, so yeah, growing pains is like the, you know, the the crux or the narrative of you know. Mm. I just kind of threw a spoiler there, but you know, mm. it's just about okay, this is where we are, this is where we've come from, this is what we needed to do, this is who we needed to fight, this is you know the boss at the end of the stage that we needed to fight, and stuff like that. Now, you know, just thinking about the time left, it's like, right, let's close chapter two here. Mm. Year is almost over. Twenty twenty's got some things. I mean, it's safe to to base it around years, bro, mm. because a lot happens in a year. Like kickstand, I checked the first kickstand file that I had, or the first story that I posted with kickstand, bro. That's at the end of two thousand and seventeen. Mm. Kickstand twenty came out in two thousand nineteen. Mm. So these are just mm-hmm. ideas that I threw out there, you know, beats wise. I just made stuff, and then um, it just, you know. I went back you'd, to it. You'd leave it, yeah, yeah, go back later. Yeah. How much music has been made in this process? Not necessarily for Chapter 2, sure. but just like through collaborations, sure. through just being in the right place at the right time, mm-hmm. just because you've been around a lot of different types of artists. and sure. So I can only assume, and I've seen like some, you know, vibe out sessions, sure. uh, both in Berlin and in the States. Sure. Uh, how much music have you been have you worked on and do you know if much of that music is intended to be released so i mean i think the most clear collaboration that's maybe going to come into something into fruition is the stuff i did with robot because pop culture just wanted the performance and the experience and we take the music into what that world Mm. you know so Mm. Uh, yeah, so y'all are going to have to like figure out how you roll that out yeah man I mean there's some stuff that smells like chapter 2 if I'm honest but Ooh. you know we're still robot you heard that <laughs> you heard that hey nigga. man hey man know? you heard that nigga chapter 2 nigga we've been waiting nigga yeah. so I mean it, it makes sense because I was there mm. and that was an experience I like I had mm. you know so in chapter 2 during chapter 2 so it's also important for me to use everything i've learned like you might see a lot of a lot more like names on that project Mm. just because now this is who i am in chapter two i'm Mm. able to do this it's not that hard Mm. as it used to you know i have fuck all idea about chapter three but you know we'll get there when we get there but basically like you know i had to live right and i've lived years almost over you know because now like as things are going like it's it's very much on the final lap of just mm. this year, so it's like okay, cool. You know what? It's enough to write about now. Let's let's go and do it. 
how much of the beats to the music have you made or heard? So, so or is it literally going to be starting from scratch when you do start with it? So I've very much started already. Like the project could be maybe done in a couple of whatevers. But what do you mean? You haven't written anything is what you just said. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, like just based on like, I can't write in June. I can't write in April. Okay. You know, because that's very much early in chapter two. I'm still mm, on mm. the fringes of chapter one, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But then now, you know, we're in month 10, bro. Mm. Like, it's not like I, I threw pens away. Enough has happened for at least like yeah, a 32. Yeah, and also like moments were like just happening there. Mm. I was like, okay, well, let's, let's, let's write. Mm. You know, and I was in a position where I was writing. So I wrote, okay, like, hey, this sounds dope. And ideas hit me in the most mundane, you know, moments and tasks. I'm washing dishes. I'm going to buy bread, mostly buying bread. Ah, mm. brother, trip to buy bread. <laughs> Starvation <laughs> will inspire you, my nigga, when you you're hungry. <laughs> and, you've been, and you've been fucking wasting time. You should have gone to get this bread a lot, like an yeah, hour yeah. earlier. <laughs> now it's really cool. negative. Like you go get bread, bro. They were special, bro. One loaf of bread, two verses, bro. One loaf loaf of bread, two verses, bro. Two you verses. Buy, you buy a loaf of bread, you come back with two verses, bro. That's a showcase. Life speciality. They had it at Spa in, in Broadway in Durban, damn. North. You know, <laughs> it has a long walk. So uh, you get there. Oh shit! Oh yeah. You know, like how they give you stickers now. Mm-hmm. It's like in here's two verses. For two you. verses for you. Go record this shit now. So like I didn't I didn't ignore those moments. Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. I engaged them and whatnot, but you know, I knew that I was still living, but mm. I'm just making bookmarks now. Mm. With this yeah. moment, okay, this is the moment. Check. And whatnot. So yeah. Chapter two is very much like rising. It's like in in the muffin trays and it's rising and almost almost ready. Yeah, I have I have a question, so just yes throw this off because y'all been talking about music this whole time so you in the states yeah the rugby world cup oh. takes place oh shit when did no was i not back i was back for that you was back yeah bro the last my when phone. did you come back i got back end of of oh mid-october so, oh shit yeah. okay okay oh so you guys have experienced the full thing yeah, bro. did you catch any of the parades no i didn't like, oh, and I might have caught it in an Uber driving by, though. That's all, that doesn't count. But yeah. I was like, oh, shit, these homies are about right here to show us the trophy. But yeah, I was, I was down for that when I was around. And what's your, what's your guys' take from that? What's, what's, how you feel about that? What the rugby world cup? Yeah, other than fucking dope, bro. I used to play rugby. Listen, bro, like everybody mad at me, bro, because I didn't see anything, <laughs> bro. I didn't see the game. I didn't see the highlights. I didn't see. What the, the hell did TV. you see? None. Nigga, you know I ain't got no TVs in my life. It's a, nigga, you got phone. Nigga, nobody on, got TVs. Fuck you, man. You got a laptop. Yeah, you got a I phone. I ain't seen the game. I ain't seen the highlights. I didn't see these niggas when they were doing the parade. Why? And they were there too. Cause I, it was lunchtime. I was hungry. Nigga. Do you no, I'm, I'm saying, why weren't you watching anything? Why are, weren't you following anything? Like, uh, niggas were making noise. Like, I was keeping score from, like, the noise levels to see, are we leading? Are we... No, that... that yeah. You're talking about one game. I was saying, why weren't you following the World Cup? Because I didn't know, bro. Actually, yeah. I didn't know until we played Japan, was it? Which I think was, like, the quarterfinals or some shit. I didn't know. Or the semifinals. 
I didn't know that that shit was happening. So the World Cup, it started to what I was that saying. Yeah, it started definitely. You see what I'm saying? Like, when did you discover that the fucking World Cup was coming? Nigga, I knew the World Cup was coming. Fuck starting. I knew it was coming. South Africa is one of the best fucking teams in the world in the rugby. I never missed that shit. Mm. We are, we led. But okay, shout outs to the boys. It really was, I mean, it's dope to be part of a winning team, bro. Like Chiefs, Chelsea, you know. Uh, the Springboks, Galana, the Boston Celtics, Galana. You know, I'm I'm having a good uh, end of the year as far as like team sports yeah, man. Uh, yeah, are man. concerned, bro. And you say you used to play rugby? Yeah, bro. I used to play. Yo, bro, I loved that shit, bro. Back in junior school, yeah, high school. You know, I was, I was. You know, I played that shit and I loved it, bro. I actually went somewhere with it, but um, I don't know. Like, uh, you ever thought of going pro? Bro, I'm, 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 well, I think as soon as I got to high school, bro, bottom of the food chain, bro. <laughs> I was rocking okay. them, bro, in junior okay. school, bro. Yeah. So then I got there, I was like, fuck, I suck, you know? But redemption, like in, in my matric year, it made me first team captain, mm. you know? And that says a lot about the leadership qualities than the skill, but, you know, if I needed to tackle, bro, I was gonna throw myself, bro. I, I didn't care, bro. I was just trying to. You was about that life, man. Yeah, bro. Like, wasn't the best, but you know. So were you? Did you watch the finals live, or mm, did you? Did you yeah. catch highlights? You uh, celebrated afterwards. Yeah, we kind of caught the highlights. Mm. What is wrong with you, <laughs> motherfuckers? Come on, bro. bro I was, what come yeah, what you mean, was, y'all? Y'all you part of the? I was watching it at work, streaming on our phones, nigga. Fuck y'all on talking what, about nigga, on DSTV? What the fuck? Yeah, are you yeah. Who's fucking DSTV? You streaming? What are the niggas? It don't matter. So I'm saying I ain't got nobody giving out the password like yeah, that. You ain't asked nigga. nobody. Uh, you got DSTV. I don't know what you tripping yeah, on. Nigga. I used to, bro. Shit. Cut that shit off a long time. But either way, I'm saying. But I think, bro, I feel like it's it's, it's bullshit, bro. 2019, you don't have this shit streaming, bro. Come on. You what see? the fuck? See, you see, that's what I'm saying. That's but that's I need on to, him. You need to have a DSTV account to stream. If this shit no, is not streaming, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. They put it up on Netflix, on YouTube. No, no, no. But it was it was playing on TV. It's just that I yeah, was at, thing, I was, was at work, so I couldn't watch TV. But so but that's, that's my thing, bro. Like, why if we don't have TVs or DSTV, what do we do, bro? Oh no, there's a lot of streaming sites, bro. Bro, I looked, bro. I was like, babe, we have to see this. Nah, bro, there's a lot of streaming sites. Nah, I, can, I can put you on. That's cool. No, that we go have a discussion after sure. this. But I'm saying, it's it's okay. So I was trying to get to the to another discussion afterwards. But yeah. I, I'm just saying, it's like it's 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 something to be proud of. Like rugby. I remember the last time we won in 2007. I was watching that shit with the whole family back home. Oh. Like. A rooting Montgomery. Yo, fam, like this is it's crazy. Yo, you need to, you really need to invest more. Okay, I watched Victor Matfield in them. I watched those. Nigga, you only watch shit this and time around. That's what I'm saying. But this time around, you it was watch just like, shit. Yeah, it was just like shit happening in the background of my life at the time. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that yeah, shouldn't yeah. be the case. And this is not like a, 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 what's the word, patriotism shit. It's not that I'm not patriotic. It's yeah. just that I haven't watched competitive sports in 
two years. Yeah. I haven't watched no, television in two years. Yes. So you, like you watch the NBA, so you choose your sports. I no, I watch fucking NBA highlights on YouTube. Yeah, videos. that's because you don't stay up for NBA, which actually plays at midnight. So that's on what. That's, any fucking streaming thing. Yeah, what the, the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? You stream everything these days. Yeah, what, where do you play your music? Fucks with me on this. Where do you play I your music? I stream this fucking Exactly. Music. So but I know where the fuck to go to stream That's what I'm music, saying. Nigga. If you don't, don't know, know that's fine. Go. You can find out. That's yeah, fine. Nigga. But you clearly don't Plus even I make the effort. I don't need to wait until three in the morning to watch fucking... Or listen to the music. That's what I'm saying. You don't need to wait till three in the morning to watch a rugby game. Right. You still didn't. Yeah, nigga, doing some other shit. Nigga, what fucking mean, bro? Point I'm trying to make is this type of activity where we we as black people still watch it, don't watch it, don't really matter, is what the fuck they were talking about after the motherfuckers done won and Usia picked up the trophy as the first black man to pick up that trophy in the history of humans. <laughs> and... Then people were talking about, oh, now y'all got this fake unity shit going on back in South Africa. Like, ain't no segregation. Like, ain't no racism going on. Like, ain't shit happening. Y'all gonna fake unite behind this rugby team, behind UCR, behind all of this shit. And I felt some type of way. I'm like, how are you gonna take that away? Like, let us fake unite for two hours. Then, yeah, nigga, it ain't none of that's what it is. Just because yeah. I didn't watch, don't mean like those motherfuckers got a right. No, to but talk I'm shit saying, but that's what that's what that's what South Africa. That's, that's what encourages it, right? That's what encourages it when you say you didn't even know, you didn't like, you know, you weren't. Yeah, even, nigga, my life right radar. now, the way my life is set, my I know, my life I know. account I'm is set up. I'm still saying, though. <laughs> I'm still saying it shouldn't be. That's what I'm saying. But so yeah, I should it, be watching everything by Fano. No, you should be aware, at least. That's what I'm saying. I knew it was playing, but I wasn't watching. You didn't know shit, nigga. I knew it was you playing, but shit. I knew exactly You just said playing. you found out when, when. About no, I'm the saying shit. the game, the final, I knew it was playing. I'm saying the whole it. thing, nigga. It's yeah, a tournament. Nigga. The World Cup is a tournament. Yeah. Fuck your about one game. But either way, I'm saying the discussion was revolting to see. Like, I even saw pictures online of like, Certain white people with slurs on t-shirts about this whole shit. Like, it was... I don't know. How... how that's why I asked, what do you feel about it? Like, how do you feel about this whole... Do you feel, feel like it unites... Do you feel like... Spo- firstly, sports is supposed to unite people. Sure. And even when we win a whole motherfucking World Cup, it's not like the Sharks, your local team, the one then you see this fake unity or whatever the fuck may come from that. Like, it's a whole country's thing, bro. Like, and we still can't come together. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, bro. Like, I feel like all of those motherfuckers lost cachet with me. FIFA, uh, who the motherfuckers that that do the rugby World Cup? The World Cup, niggas, that shit is just, isn't as cool as it was when or Ronaldo and them were playing. Like, I still love seeing Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo play, but the World Cup as a tournament is not as exciting for me to see mm. as compared maybe to uh, any Champions League team. Uh, but now, that's what I'm saying. Now you're just talking about one sport, which is soccer. Yeah, so I'm saying like World Cups as competitions. Like I haven't watched Olympics. I have like international competitions like for me. But that's... Okay. Yeah, I mean, like if you don't watch it, you don't know how it is, though. What you mean? I don't know how it is. I don't know what the fucking games and sports are like. 
But you don't watch it, so you don't know whether it's actually exciting or not. An Iceland and Fiji match right. may end up being exciting because they're on the same level. Right. But you're not going to watch it because you're not interesting. So, you so don't you're asking me how I feel about how people respond. And I'm saying that watching international sports has not been anything of any value to me in a while. So when motherfuckers, when we win as a native South Africa win the World Cup and motherfuckers have got a multitude of views about it, eh, you know, like, yeah, motherfuckers feel this way about... Yeah. But it's not about the sport. I'm no. saying the racist motherfucker is going to feel about that and find a way to interject his racism regardless of the conversation. So, so you're just going to let it be? No, I'm saying for me, the sports is not an extra reason to engage with him. So you let it be? No, I'm not in those conversations. Like, I don't know who said what about the World Cup or okay. about the unity. And I know somebody from the EFF said something and that people are mad at him about it. But again, like, what nah, the fuck do you don't expect? Know, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. That's no, cool. I've been really out of the loop with, like, a lot of those shits, bro. Like, you know, like, I haven't made time to watch anything that's the rest of the country is watching at the same time that the rest of the country is watching it. Yeah. Aye. Yeah. Aye. Nigga, it's almost two o'clock in the morning. Uh, shout outs to you, homie. Oh, yeah. Uh, super dope journey. Dope to have caught up with you on the way back. Um, we really hope to hear some of the music that came from these trips. Yeah. So, so yeah, shit, what bro. you and Robot come up with as far as rollers for the music that y'all put together. Sure. Um, chapter two, uh, only time will tell. Um, but yeah, no, it's dope, bro. From what the experience has been, is it's most likely going to be an exciting, you know, contrast from chapter one. So I'm happy to see what or to hear what that turns out like. OG Bobby Johnson, Ulele, Pululumkaba, he's relaxing. <laughs> yeah, this nigga's partying with the cards. Yeah, nigga. Strap this motherfucker up, nigga. Hey man, listen, it's 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 been a it's been a great catch up session. Shout outs to the first comeback artist on the Why Not podcast. Shout outs to the return episode. Shout outs to Bailoaster for being one of the freshest. It's the motherfucking Why Not Podcast. Wake this nigga up. Wake your Wake your ass up, up nigga. <laughs> and we out. Yo. It's about commitment. When you say you're there for something. Yeah, it's, it's so funny. It's really funny. And you never, you just never... I was thinking, I was thinking that we could have some breakfast. We haven't eaten since yesterday, and our sleep was kinda restless. I'm thinking pancakes. Last night we couldn't stand straight. Last week I couldn't stand you. We'll call it love hate. Or how about we call it what it is? Okay, back to the pancakes. I was thinking we could do this right here. It's always better when your hands make it yourself. There's milk in the fridge, a bit of flour on the shelf Right next to the baking powder, I'll make the bacon Please pass my shirt, it ain't safe to cook naked What's the last episode of Shameless we watch? We ain't been watching the time, I dodging the clock Don't be shocked if it's afternoon I need a shower, I'll jump in right after you Or maybe we could do this together I'm assuming I'm just...
They say time makes the heart grow fond I still ponder on memories Summer days through winter breeze Twelve months we were all we'd see Can't believe you got the best of me I can't believe I let you I can't believe we created a love so disrespectful Took something toxic and made it special But I suppose this is how it goes Right love When it's right some of us Right love Let it go, let it go 